Welcome to Locked On Wizards Podcast. It's your host, Real at All, and my guy, Brandon Scott. Just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So today, no intro. The Washington Wizards lose to the Lakers in a heartbreaker, heartbreaker, in a heartbreaking fashion. Last second, Thomas Bryant, of course, the former Wizard, with a game-winning dunk pass from LeBron James. Uh, what was your biggest takeaway on the Wizards on, the, on why the Wizards lost the game? Was it because of the double team that they sent at LeBron James? Uh, was it the the letdown when they ha- they had the lead at the third quarter? Was it the defense? What was your biggest reason for the Wizards' loss to the Los Angeles Lakers? I'm going to say all of above. You know, definitely the fourth quarter killed us, but defense. You know, the same demons come to haunt us every game. Uh, if you look at the defense. Uh, paint defense, yeah. Uh, we scored fifty-eight in the point in the paint, but they scored sixty-six. So they did whatever they wanted in the paint. It was a paint game, but if you look at three-point percentage, they shot forty percent from the arc. So the three-point shots, while they didn't shoot a lot, they shot very high percentage ones, and it really it, it killed us. Because if you look at us, we shot twenty-six percent, so it was around <laughs> normal. <laughs> but I mean, it's just the tail of the tape is defense. Defense again, transition again. They they they, they kill us on transition. You know, we're just not getting back on defense. We're just we're lethargic, no energy. Um, definitely the fourth quarter hit. I mean, if you look at the fourth quarter, going into the fourth quarter, the third quarter we made up, um, they really they gave it to us in the first half. But the third quarter, we scored 36 points, two to 21. So we made up a lot of uh, – we can't, you know, we came closer in the third, but in the fourth, just crunch time, we just didn't perform. And, again, looking at this team from a, a defense standpoint, there's no energy. There's no energy. Uh, nobody's getting back. Just, just seems like not a lot of care. Uh, again, this was a very winnable game. It really was. If you look at it, I mean, we lost by two. I mean, LeBron, LeBron was LeBron. LeBron was doing his thing, especially with AD being out. He had to show more of the offensive load. And again, I of all people, <laughs> two threes in the fourth. You know, he came through, saw a little bit of Troy Brown, but he was, you know, but Thomas Bryant came through. So I'm, at one point, one thing is going to be defense. You know, every area of defense, including communication, again, we were poor. Definitely, yeah. The, the screen, this, the pick and roll defense was was not good at all. Um, there was one time LeBron went down the lane. I think Kuzma Kuzma was guarding LeBron. LeBron came down the lane. Gafford just dropped back. Uh, it looked like either drop coverage or they just didn't have communication at all on the screen. LeBron just goes in for an easy dunk, and it ties it up at uh, at a, I think I want to say they went up 115 to 113 at that point. LeBron has the easy dunk. Then Bradley Bill goes down. He gets fouled and makes two free throws. Then LeBron comes down. They send Denny at him and Kuz. They do get a deflection. LeBron throws the ball at Kuzma's leg, and then it's a scramble. Denny, yes, I do feel like he could have got the ball. It was kind of like a fumble in football where you just got to dive on the floor. You just got to grab the ball. LeBron, did he push off? Yeah, he did. They're not going to call it. Denny, he does have to come down with the ball. I'm not going to blame the loss on Denny. I thought it was a good defensive effort there, but I'm not, a biggest, I'm not the biggest fan of the double team. Now, it, it did work. But just understanding that how double teams have worked with Wes Until Jr. in the past, they just don't work with the Wizards. We, were, we kept doubling LeBron. He found Austin Reeves for easy shots. He found Thomas Bryant for easy shots, easy dunks, off screen and rolls. Every time we double team, it ends up in, a, in either, you know, when we double team Kevin Durant, it didn't work. We double team the Pacers when Zona didn't work. It just hasn't worked. We don't rotate well. So I think double teaming, honestly, if we don't do it well, you might have to throw it out of the playbook. Or you, they, Wes and these these guys are going to have to learn how to communicate and rotate, which is we're, what, 20, 30 games into the season now, and they still haven't figured it out. So 
Um, it's unfortunate because it was a winnable game. The third quarter, I thought Bradley Bill took over. He was going at the rookie Max Christie for the Lakers, who actually who played pretty well. Um, he had a couple of buckets. Um, Porzingis, I, I thought, you know, he, he had the offense going, had a double-double Kuzma, double-double as well, 16 boards, uh, over 20 points. I thought the solid three did look good at points, but it is a disappointing that you lost to a Lakers team without Anthony Davis. This is a game that you, you know, you should be taking over. Um, but, you know, LeBron found a way to prevail with Thomas Bryant, Russell Westbrook, uh, made some good passes, pushing the pace. And transition defense is some is a place where we struggle. We've struggled. We continue to struggle this whole season. Russell, we know what we know what the Lakers want to do. Whenever they get the ball, whenever it's a miss, Russell Westbrook, he's going to go. He's going to go 100 miles per hour. Same thing with LeBron. Even when we make a shot, LeBron's going to push. And that's what they did. They had alley-oops to LeBron, alley-oops to Thomas Bryant, alley-oops to Damian Jones. Um, just quick passes from Russ to Max Christie, Schroeder pushing the pace. So, um, you know, just scouting reports, things that we see, you know, is time and time again, it's the same mistakes that we see. We don't get back on defense. We celebrate when we make layups and baskets. We don't get back. It's, it's a continuous problem that we've seen. And it results in a loss. And this is a game that I feel like the Wizards definitely should have won. But um, they're on a 10-game skid right now. And guess what? They're the fifth-worst team in the NBA, and they have the fifth-best lottery odds. And I think that that might be the best-case scenario for Washington Wizards having, is having better lottery odds. If there's one play, and I'm going I'm to do a shout-out real quick. If there's one play to define the whole defensive struggle tonight, um, at, this is a shout-out to Bladen Russell. Uh, he kind of showed me a play tonight. Um Dennis Schroeder, when he rolled the ball up and he drove the lane and nobody stepped in front of him. That's the perfect example. You know, there's, there's no energy on this team. No energy, especially on the defensive end. No energy. No care. No care in the world. You know, after all that and we still lose by two, it's, it's still a winnable game. Solid three. Absolutely. Bradley Bill. He came back from injury and he showed out. 29 points, 9 for 17 from the field, 0 for 3 from the three-point line. But as we know, he's kind of morphing into a mid-range guy. His three-point shot is not what it used to be. But looking at Kuz, 22 points, 16 rebounds, bro. Uh, KP, 21 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. So this was a solid shown by the solid three. They played well. I think the problem is not having that fourth guy, you know, having bench guys kind of step up. You know, and that's why there's a lot of rotation issues because once the starters go out, who steps up? You know, looking at the bench, you know, Goodwin, you know, is Goodwin, seven points, seven rebounds. Uh, Kiss for six points, a little underwhelming. Uh, Barton, he came back down to earth, five points, shooting two for eight. Lord, one for four from three. Uh, Gaff played well, 12 points, five rebounds, six for six on the, in the field. But really, you know, Gaff, he can only do so much at the center position on the second unit. You know, the, the, the bench unit is struggling. With Rui being out, with DeLon being out, the, the bench is losing that defense and losing the three-point presence. So, you know, it's just the start. I mean, like I said, the solid three, we're solid. But outside of that, you know, we, we really are missing Rui. We need some points off the bench. So, yeah, the defense, again, was atrocious. Um, A few more takeaways. Uh, again, uh, I did like the 36-point uh, third quarter. Uh, KP, again, I'm going to get on KP a little bit, the three-point shots. Man, he's got to chill the three-point shots. You know, that can't be the first option. You know, you got to, you know, let the offense, orchestrate the offense a little bit. You know, you can't just shoot in, the, you know, three to five seconds in the clock. You know, he's got to chill out with that. But, you know, defense, again, I mean, you look at the, the schedule going forward, you know, we got the Phoenix Suns, we got the Utah Jazz, and we got the Sacramento Kings. And none of them are going to be easy wins. They're not. And, and, and defense continues to be terrible, especially transition. Look. Devin Booker and Chris Paul are going to push the ball. They're going to kill you on transition. 
you know, you look at the Jazz, they're a young team. If you look at the Kings, a young team, these guys can roll. So if we keep taking our time and, and acting lost on, on transition defense, they're just going to cook us every time. So, unfortunately, this is going to be an issue most games going forward. You know, until we show up the defense, we're going to continue to have these issues. And that's just my humble opinion. But defense has to get better. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you got to provide some resistance to LeBron. I mean, LeBron's LeBron, so he's he's gonna he's gonna get his baskets, but he had zero turnovers, so he just felt no rush or no defensive resistance at all. Zero turnovers, and, and that, that just can't happen. It can't happen. And you know, ninety six points on the paint, giving up to the to the Nuggets. Um, it's almost similar, giving up sixty six points to the Lakers. One thing you can you can you can do is that at least have effort and hustle and getting back, and that's something they have to practice. And it's not about just skill. It's about one, two, and getting back. When they score, they need to sprint back and get back. But we're going to talk more about this game. I do want to give some praise to Daniel Gafford. I thought he played a lot better um, this game. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from point A to point B. Test drive that new electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits in your everyday life. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. All right, so um, about the bench, um, I did like that that West did play a Gafford and Porzingis lineup. Um, of course, Jordan Goodwin had some good moments. I thought he had a clutch and one towards the end of the game. Um, like I said, the Wizards, you know, they were up by five at one point in the third in the third quarter. I want to see what their largest lead of the game was. Um, the Wizards, their largest lead was eight, and it might have been in that third quarter. They really were dominating. They were getting to the basket. Now, at one point, um, LeBron was out. He did go out of the game in the third quarter with four minutes left. So, you know, that might be a part of it. But, you know, Bradley Bill was getting downhill. I thought he took advantage of his matchup. Um, Porzingis was getting to the basket. Kuzma was getting to the basket at times. Um, and I thought Daniel Gafford was finishing really well around the rim. He had some really nice putbacks, six for six from the field, five boards. Um, I want to see how many blocks he had. But um, he had two blocks. But, man, he was a presence down there, man. Uh, offensive putbacks. He, had, he dunked on LeBron one time. There was a fast break where he dunked on three people, that's where he's at his best. When he has somebody, Bradley Bills throwing lobs to Gafford as well, he needs somebody to manufacture baskets for him, and I was happy to see somebody was able to get easy baskets for him. Or even if he couldn't get a basket, he was pushing around, pushing people around, being physical, getting off his rebounds, and that's 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 his game. That's what we need you to do. And if you're going to get minutes and, you know, the contract's coming up, but if he's going to get playing time and get minutes, that's what you got to do. You know, if nobody's going to be able to get you uh, alley-oops or lobs, you know, Posting up is not your game. That's not your forte. Mid-range jump shot, that's not your forte. Go out there and rebound. Go out there and block shots. Go out there and run the floor. And I thought he did that really, really well. So I was happy to see that from Daniel Gafford. Um, Kispert, he hit 1-3. Um, I thought he ran the floor well. You know, you, you know, defense is not his forte. Good one, like I said, I, I, loved, his, I loved his rebounding. I loved his you know, five assists, seven points. Um, Denny, just want to see him corral the ball. It's unfortunate that happened, but, you know, it was a loose ball scramble. Eight points, three rebounds. He did hit two threes, so that's better. He was guarding LeBron for the most part, but, you know, LeBron just hit some tough shots. So I know Denny, he's one of our better defenders. 
but you know he, he you know he was getting scored on you know it's, it's just tough to stop lebron it really is um brad coming back you can see how good of a score he is um but you know it just doesn't always equate to winning games and you know it wasn't his fault that we won that we lost the game it was a collective effort um like you said about porzingis yeah he does settle for threes a little too much where i, I don't think thomas bryant can guard him i don't think damian jones can guard him there was times where russell westbrook was guarding him but yes he does settle for threes a little too much and i think if he just you know, I like that he can shoot the threes because that's a part of his game. That's why they call him the unicorn. That's why he's called the unicorn. But there's times where, hey, we need you to get to get in the post, big fella, and you need to dominate. You're seven foot three. Oh, absolutely. Get in there and eat, man. Get in the paint. <laughs> you know, stop relying on the three point shot as your first shot. That's all I'm saying. Um, but you not know, with Denny, man, he was this close to getting that loose ball. <laughs> he was close, <laughs> man. And then they just they got the ball. But you now, Denny, like you said, LeBron's just one of those guys, man, where you're not going to shut him down. You're just going to you try to find some kind of way to slow him down, but you're not going to shut him down. You know, LeBron just did his thing, and especially with uh, AD being out. But, you know, I, I think Denny did well, eight points. Uh, Monte, slow, he kind of slowed up, seven points, three from 10 from the field, one for, for five behind a three-point shot. So while it's a very underwhelming stat line, he's starting to shoot the ball more. He's, he's not hesitant like he was early on. You know, he's starting to, you know, shoot his jumpers. So I think that's one optimistic thing to kind of look at with Monte Morris. You know, he's starting to let the shot go. You know, you see a lot more confidence with the shot. But, yeah, it's just defense, man. I, I, you know, it's going to keep happening to us unless the defense gets better. And that's the tricky part about what's unsailed is that he's a defensive-minded coach, and it's tough to implement a defensive system when most of your roster can't play defense. I mean, like you said, Kispert can't play. I mean, really, who's your defensive guys on this team? Denny? Uh, I mean, KP, he's he's decent in the, in the, in the paint, but with bigger bigs, he struggles. Uh, Gafford, you know, but that's about it. You know, DeLon and, and Jordan Goodwin, but this is just not a defensive-minded team. And I think another thing that we overlook is consistency. We're not a very consistent team. You know, either we start slow and we try to make it up or we start fast and we let it go. You know, we don't keep the foot on the pedal the entire game, and it always comes back to harness. us. You know, like I said, either we'll start out strong and we'll just give up the lead either to mistakes, turnovers, or shooting low percentage shots. Or we'll start out slow, and then we're trying to build our way back up. And then when we get there and crunch time, we make mistakes. So we're just not a good, consistent team. Um, we're not a very disciplined team. And every aspect of defense, if you struggle with every aspect of defense, what are we talking about? I mean, we can't guard the paint. We can't guard the perimeter. We can't guard transition. We can't communicate. We, we, we often get led into mismatches all the time. It's just it's going to continue to be the issue. So. You know, before we move on to the preview for the Phoenix Suns on Tuesday, tonight's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to the college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup. We got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. Now make Locked On Sports Day your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Day podcast, available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. So, E, um, <laughs> you got anything left with the Lakers game? No, it's just... Um... 
the same same mental mistakes made over and over again. We we're not a good three point shooting team. We we'll settle for, when we settle for threes. Um, gotta have better shot selection. I want to see I want to see KP dominate because I don't I don't know if DeAndre Ayton is going to play tomorrow. If he's not playing, then you you gotta dominate. You gotta get in the post. You gotta dominate. You know, there's no excuses. You know, I, I can see if DeAndre Ayton is out there, it could be a tough matchup for him. Um, even if DeAndre Ayton's out there, I, I feel like you know Porzingis can at least get him. You know, get him out to three point line, him to the basket, work inside out. But uh, I, I do want to see him be more dominant. I thought Brad did look good, so I'm intrigued to see him. But like you said, Delon, we can use Delon, we can use Rui right now. I'm not saying they're gonna get us on a winning streak at all. We're still, you know, a playing team with those guys. Even right now, we're not even looking like a playing team at all. Um, but that's that's it from that game. But just looking at moving forward to the Suns, um, they're 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 a, they're a scrappy team, of course. You know, they went to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, they went to the final NBA Finals uh, two years ago, and then last year they lost in the second round. Um, but you know, Chris Paul is a, is a Hall of Famer, uh, a future Hall of Famer, and then Devin Booker, of course. You know, he can he can light people up now. Devin Booker, he's been pretty inconsistent this year. Um, but the Wizards are the get-right game. If you're having a bad game, then, yeah, you need to play against the Wizards to get to get right, to get your mind right and get back on track. Actually, I'm sorry. Um, he, he's been inconsistent. He hasn't played up to the to the usual Devin Booker. But last night against the New Orleans Pelicans. Or I'm sorry, oh, yes, is, sir. Is, this, is this tonight? No, nah, I think at, it was a couple nights ago. Oh, Saturday. He had 58 points. Mm-hmm. He almost had 60 points. He had 58. And he can clearly easily do that to the Wizards. He can easily do that. We gave him 43 to Jokic. We gave him 55 to Anthony Davis. I know those are bigs, but, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. Guys can come. What, Kevin Durant almost had 30, 35, 40 points. You know, the Wizards, they, they were one of the worst defensive teams in the league. And I would not be surprised if Devin Booker went nuclear against the Wizards and had, you know, 40, 30, 35, 40, 50. He's capable of doing that. So that's a big matchup right there. Chris Paul, you know, he's a floor general. Yeah, Bismarck Biombo was the starting center uh, last on Saturday for the Suns. And, and if I'm Porzingis, man, I'm looking at him like barbecue chicken. So I'm looking at that matchup. Oh, absolutely. You know, if Aiden doesn't play, you know, KP and Gaff got to eat, you know, dominate the paint. You know, Booker, like you said, he's, yeah, he has been inconsistent. But, I mean, in the same token, this man can drop a 50-piece, like, without even blinking. So <laughs> he's a, he's definitely got to be the focus of the offense or the defense, rather, uh, tomorrow night. But, you know, you can't sleep on the other guys. Chris Paul, again, you know, he his his court vision, he's a future Hall of Famer. Uh, Mikel Bridges, you know, he's a 3 He's the very definition of a 3 and guy. You know, he can defend at a high level, and he can hit the three-point shot. So it's it's going to be a game, man. I mean, this is going to be a test. Now, I'm a little optimistic. I think, I, like you said, I think it really depends on, as far as strategy-wise, whether Aiden plays or not. Because if he doesn't play, I think, KP and Gaff can definitely, you know, push this to a win, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, again, it's encouraging to see Brad come back and, and drop 29. You know, especially it's, it's been a it's been a heck of a year for him. <laughs> a lot of criticism, you know, he's been injured, you know, so to come back and respond like that. Hey, I'm not even mad at him. You know, he, he definitely came back and he played well. So, uh, I mean, real quick, what, what are your keys to victory and what is your prediction? Um, I would say three-point defense. The Phoenix Suns their seventh in three-point percentage as a team in the league. Um, they're ninth in three-point attempts, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to defend the, the to defend the three-point line. Devin Booker was six for twelve from the three-point line against the Pelicans, where he had fifty-eight points. Um, if you look at the the last five games before the fifty-eight point game, he had fourteen in one game, fourteen in another game, seventeen points, eleven points. So he didn't even crack twenty points 
in five straight games, and then he went nuclear for 58. So that's why I said, you know, he's been inconsistent so far this year. And they were actually on a losing scale. They lost three games in a row. They lost four out of five games. Um, DeAndre Aiden had a quote where he said that teams get up for them for some reason. Um, but, man, yes. And they are ranked 10th in defensive rating. They're ranked second in offensive rating. But, like I said, my keys, transition defense, getting back on defense. I know that they're, they're 23rd in pace. So Chris Paul is not a guy that really looks to push too much. He's getting older. He's more of a surgeon. He's more of a guy that's just going to slowly, you know, slowly beat you with his mind instead of athleticism. Um, so that's a, that's going to be a, a, a tough matchup for Monte Morris. Um, but, yeah, defense on, on Devin Booker, are they going to double him? What is West going to come up with? Is he going to try to play zone? Is he going to double him? I don't like when we double. I've said that many times. It just doesn't work when they do it. So transition defense, doubling, KP has to – it is what it is. Man, I'm going to make it simple. KP has to take advantage of, of the matchup against Bismack Biombo, and the solid three has to show up. Absolutely, key uh, one key to victory definitely solid three. Got to set the set the standard, set the pace in this game. Uh, they got to perform. I think I, I don't know if I want to say winnable, but I think that when we play team basketball, the chances of us winning are very high. You know, to get rid of the ISO, really uh, work the ball around. Ball movement is key. Two basketball IQ. I'm gonna say this. Um, like you said, they are a perimeter-driven team. So hit them on the perimeter. Make them drive. And you want to drive, try to get charges. You know, be smart. You know, frustrate this team. Frustrate the offense. Really, you know, really frustrate them because they knock them off their game. That's how you – when you're you know, when you a team like ours, this is how you beat the good teams. You know, really get in their head. Frustrate them. So that's what I would do. I would shut down the perimeter and make them drive. And when they drive, start getting these charges. Start getting them in foul trouble. And I guess my third would be definitely eat in the paint. If Aiden doesn't play, KP needs to be that factor tonight. Or not tomorrow night, but he needs to be the factor. You know, definitely if Aiden doesn't play, they need to eat in the paint. We definitely, and I think that with these three areas, if we sh- if we shore those up and you throw in defense, Lord have mercy, I think we could sneak a win. And I really, if you look at the schedule, um, the Suns, it's a hard game, but I think, ah, man, I know it's a little early to predict, but I think, out of, you know, looking at the Suns, Jazz, and Kings, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to say this, but. I think if we really get into team basketball, we can sneak out of here with two two and one record. I think the okay. Jazz and Kings, okay. yes, sir. I think the Jazz and Kings are winnable games, but it all depends on playing team driven basketball and everybody knowing the roles. But I think that we can sneak a two and one out of these three games. That's just my opinion. I'm just saying. Yeah, call me crazy. I actually, I think all three games are winnable, but I just don't think they will execute. I think unfortunately, they'll find a way to to lose. <laughs> lose the game uh, after what i've seen and they're gonna break the street they're not gonna just finish up what was our record now 11 and something they're not gonna be 11 and 72 or 11 and 68 or whatever it takes to make it 82 games. they're gonna win some more games for sure um and i think jordan good was gonna be a key too he's gonna i think i think he's gonna look forward to this you know he like he likes to say that he likes to be like the the, the defensive pest of the team like jose alvarado for the pelicans chris paul dislikes jose alvarado they always get into it Maybe Jordan Goodwin can be that little gnat, you know, or just the annoying pest to Chris Paul. And, you know, it might get a little chippy. You know, they, they need to get physical out there, like you said, and they need to be dis- disruptive and they need to be pests out there and run them off the three-point line and make it make it tough for the Phoenix Suns, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I do. Th- I actually do think it's a winnable game with DeAndre Aiden being out. So we'll see. Um, I do have his lose in this game. though. Yeah, I mean, with Chris Paul, you, you hit the nail in the head. I would I would. Put some tough D on him. I would definitely put D on him. And I would have him 
I mean, push, make him push the pace. Like you said, he's methodical point guard. So he's takes his time. You know, he's very methodical in what he does. But I would have him run. I'd have him out there speed walking like it's a State Farm commercial. I'm just saying. Cliff <laughs> <laughs> ball. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you, uh, you seen that commercial where he was uh, talking about changing the sport and he out there speed walking? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's winnable. Aiden being out, I think this is our opportunity to come in and KP to really make his mark. So if I'm going to predict, ah, man, ah, I'm going to say it's a loss. I think the next two after this one are winnable games, but it's a loss. You know, D book, you know, Mikael Bridges, they just they they're rolling, man. You know, they're just they're rolling. So I, I got it as a loss. Yep. All right. So we're gonna wrap it up here. So thank you guys for listening, making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, check out Lockdown Sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. They'll be on the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights on lock only locked on can provide Lockdown Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. You guys for listening. Make sure you guys rate, review, and subscribe. Hail to the Wizards. Peace.